0: Hello world, I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. What does it mean to be a witch? Sean and I are reclaiming this word rich and taking it out of the patriarchy that has made it this way to hold women back, to repress women, to repress the feminine energy and what we have to give to the world and has made it a dirty, bad thing. That is why Sean and I are starting to do the coven retreats starting this October. It is going to be Friday the 13th through Sunday the 15th. We are so excited to be hosting this in. Bend, Oregon, in a beautifully sacred place. And we are going to be spending time in community. For us, being a witch means spending time with other women, talking about the phases of the moon, doing our inner child work, healing together in community with other women who are also doing their healing journey, taking sacred space and sacred time out for us as women. We are so used to giving to others to being about being in service to our partners, to our community, to our children, to our family. When do we make time for us? And retreat is that time we can carve out for ourselves as women and be in sacred community with other women. So I hope that you join us this October the 13th through October the 15th in Bend, Oregon. You can find out more information information on it by going to the link tree in my social media or emailing me at hello at RochelleIndra.com again that's hello at RochelleIndra.com back in the USSA Mm, you don't know how lucky you are yeah back in the USSA okay I know that's not how the song goes but I'm making my own song because the Beatles didn't do it for me so I'm back I know, you're thrilled. I'm back in the United States, I'm back in my home in Oregon, readjusting, it's going well, I feel good to be back, I feel excited to be back with my clients, feel excited to be back planning the retreat coming in October, so much exciting stuff happening and I want to get into something today that as I re-enter my life and start hanging out with friends again, it's something that... I've been thinking a lot about because it got brought up on my trip. This episode is dedicated to Andrew and Ivy. Hello, my favorite people in the whole world listening from Dublin, Ireland. And this is something that my friend Ivy had asked that I do an episode on. And of course I said, sure, sure, absolutely. And then I've been thinking about it ever since I was in Ireland over the trip. Because she brought this up and it is this idea that men and women can't be friends because sex will always get in the way. And she asked me to talk about it because she is good friends with Andrew, who some of you have seen. I put some things on my stories about Andrew. He's my friend who I met last year when I went to Ireland. We became friends. He asked me if I was interested in going with him and like 16 of his best friends on a boat trip down the Shannon River, River Lake. I'm not exactly sure. I'm sure he's screaming it into the radio in his car right now, but We had the most amazing time. And it's so funny that every time I bring it up to people about meeting this guy, Andrew, and how wonderful it was, and we became great friends, and we did this trip, and I went back, and I visited him, and I got to see his friend, Ivy, and we spent time together, and he's so great, and the amazing things he shows me, and I can see on people's face the first thing they think, which is, oh my God, could this be a love interest? Could something happen? Ooh, what could this be? And they're not listening to what I am telling them it is. They're making it what they want it to be. Or they're making it what society has sold them it has to be, which is a sexual romantic relationship. Because we have all heard this idea that men and women can't be friends because sex will always get in the way, and that is not true, and you are probably listening to this and missing out on wonderful friendships that you could be having with people that you don't allow yourself to have because they are the opposite sex, and I'm saying this in the container, please hear me, of uh, heterosexual relationships, I am not privy to and would love to know if this also happens in same-sex relationships, how that plays out. This is just coming from what we have been taught in society from heterosexual relationships that men and women can't be friends because sex will be involved. So I would love to hear from my queer community about what this looks like in that community. I don't feel that that's something that I know enough about to speak on and I don't wanna speak on something that I'm not familiar enough with. So I'm just gonna speak on it from this angle and it's really really sad that we do this and I think of the fact that I'm female and so if I can't have male friends then I'm missing out on being friends with 49% of the population that is insane 49 48 right because we have more women than men in the world that is insane that almost half the population I can't have a friendship with because sex will get in the way And I realize how much of this is this patriarchal thing that we are raised with, that men and women can't be friends. And I have tons of guy friends. I've always had lots of guy friends. And so this is something that I have navigated throughout my life. And it's something that's very interesting to navigate now in my life because I am not married. I'm not in a relationship. And therefore, I have more opportunity to be friends with anybody and everybody that I want to be because I don't have a partner that may or may not have issues with who I'm friends with so I have the gamut of people I can be friends with I'm friends with lots of exes that I have dated I have been on dating sites and met really cool friends guys that became friends that was never anything romantic we just realized hey do you want to be like best friends because there's nothing romantic here or we have very different needs and what we want in life I went on a wonderful amazing first date once with a guy during COVID and we just totally clicked and it was super wonderful and we were like oh my god this is so great and then at the and I was like dude this is gonna go places I really feel a connection with this guy and at the very end he was like oh wait really quickly do you want kids and I was like damn it No, I don't. And he really wanted kids. And we both had this like letdown of like, ah, shit, this is totally not going to work because we want different things in life. And he shouldn't settle for not having kids. And I shouldn't have children if I don't want to. So then we were like, okay, if we can't date, do you want to be best friends? And we were really good friends until he found a partner and then that fell away, which is a whole other thing, right? That's a whole other thing in people's relationship of what they're okay with or not. But I specifically want to talk about this issue coming from a patriarchy that says that men and women can't be friends because sex will always get in the way. And it's just bullshit. It's just a unevolved way of thinking. And it really puts men down because what we're really saying is like men can't be around a woman that they wouldn't sleep with. And I saw this wonderful TikTok a couple of years ago from this great feminist and she was like, uh, one of my biggest red flags when I date a guy is if he doesn't have female friends. And I was like, wait, wait, your red flag is if he doesn't? Because so many times we've heard like, oh, the red flag is if he has a ton of female friends. Like watch out for the guy that's like friends with all the girls at work. Watch out for the guy that like has a bunch of friends, female friends from college. Watch out. And she was saying the opposite. She was saying, I won't date a guy who doesn't have female friends. And her logic, which was really interesting, was that if he doesn't have female friends, then he only spends time, then he doesn't trust himself around women. Then the only woman he trusts himself around is his partner because he's sexualizing every woman. And so he can't be friends with people or he doesn't believe he can be friends with women because he's sexualizing them. I want to be with a guy that doesn't sexualize every woman, that doesn't see every woman as a piece of ass that sees women for all the beauty and special and amazingness that they are and all the things a female perspective can bring into your life. And I was like, damn, that is so interesting. I love that. And yes, maybe I've been in relationships where I've been insecure about a guy's relationship with other women, but that's me and my insecurity. Or that's somehow that we are not talking and sharing enough. And I have been... So grateful that I have four or five really good guy friends in my life right now. And they're all married. And I'm grateful to their wives. And some of them, I'm friends with the couple in general. One of them, I was friends with him first, and then I became friends with his wife, and now we are, you know, all three of us are friends. But I'll he and I will just text separately, or she goes out of town, and he and I hang out, or he goes out of town, and she and I hang out. And it's a whole, it's a great thing. I have another friendship where when I come to their house, he's often in the garage. So I come over, and I hang out with him for like an hour in the garage and chat with him about his life, and the marriage, and relationships, and all these things. And then inevitably I go inside and she's usually inside doing something and I chat with her. So I have a good relationship with both of them. And then some men that I'm friends with, I know their wife and I like their wife, but I'm not even that much, that close of friends with them. I'm really, the friendship is about me and the husband. And it's just, when I look back at what a joy it has been to have these men in my life and to get to hear their perspective and see their perspective on life and on community and culture and to give me a better understanding of what the male experience is that I couldn't possibly imagine because I'm not has just been absolutely beautiful and illuminating. And my friend Andrew in Dublin, like we are good friends and we spend time together and we were able to share a cabin on the boat that we were on and it was totally fine and chill and not a big deal. And I love that. And I love that we can have a friendship where sex isn't involved. And it's really about having clear boundaries. So the first thing I want to just bring up is how would your life be different if you had friends of the opposite sex? What would open up for you? It's, it's so interesting to me how often I hear adults, you know, basically out of college, how many people I hear saying, I wish I had more friends. I wish I had more friends. I wish I had a bigger group of friends. or I wish I, I had more variety in my friendship. And they're only friends with their same sex. You're missing out on half the population if you are only friends with your sex, with with people of your same sex. And you're missing out on variety. I think I, I champion men in and what they're going through in society right now in a new way because I get to hear the male experience. And right now in society, we have so much like down with men, men suck, women are the future, blah, 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 blah. And I can feed into some of that anger at the patriarchy and that swirls into just anger at men when i'm spending time with a bunch of girlfriends that are very upset about the things that have happened to them and how they've been hurt and it can get very one-sided it can get very us against them when we segregate ourselves away from the opposite sex other than maybe our sons or our husband or our brothers or our father when we don't allow ourselves to see the other perspective because we are not hanging out with those people. We are not hanging out with men. We are not hearing their struggles and their strife or vice versa, same with women, right? I just know most of my audience is female. I'm female, so I just use that perspective. But it goes the other way too. Men not allowing themselves to have female friends. And maybe it's something that, you need to talk about in your friendship. Maybe if you become friends with a guy or a girl or you know, the opposite sex, you need to make some boundaries. I am I don't need to make it clear that I'm not trying to sleep with them or I don't have feelings for them in when I'm friends with somebody in relationship. So I'm friends with a man who is married. I don't have to have the conversation of, "Hey, this is I just have platonic feelings for you." That doesn't have to come up because they're married. I do have to make sure that I'm very respectful when they're married. This is something that I make sure that, you know, I was friends with a guy for a while. We hit it off. We were good friends. And then he'll immediately be like, hey, my wife would love to meet you. Great. I would love to meet your wife so that she knows that I'm a normal person. I'm a good person. I'm not trying to sleep with her husband, blah, blah, blah. And if that he needs that and his wife needs that, I want to be respectful of that. I often will ask like, if we text, do you want, does your wife want a text chain? Like, does she want to be on the text chain? Does she care? You know, I'm close friends with some guys and I've asked their partners, hey, do you mind that I'm close friends with your husband? Does that bother you? Will you please let me know if it ever bothers you? If anything I do or say, or if he and I are hanging out, if that is a problem, please be open and honest with your communication with me. And they've been super lovely about it. Um, I call everybody babe. Hey, babe, 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 babe. And so I've had guy friends that I've called babe in front of their wife and be like, hey, does it bother you that I that I call your husband babe? It's just what I call everybody. And they're like, yeah, no, that's I don't give a fuck. Sure, whatever. And I just really appreciate how evolved these marriages and relationships are and that it is okay in their relationship. And I would respect any boundaries they have in their relationship. So it's nice because there's some built-in, obviously, I'm not trying to sleep with you. You're married or you're in a relationship. And I'm also incredibly respectful of what is best in their relationship. So if a man always, you know, if we were texting and he always included his wife on the text chain, then I would always include his wife in text. I would always, you know, welcome if she wants to come along or whatever. So it is about being respectful to the relationship that person's in if they're in a relationship. I'm 41. A lot of my friends are married, so therefore I tend to have this more with with married people. One thing that's really hard is that I'm often friends with my exes and we can have a very close relationship where we have made boundaries that we're not sleeping together anymore. There's no relationship here. It's important to have communication of I'm not interested. You know, I hope you're not interested either. Actually, I don't even I never say that about their interest or not because the other caveat is that I believe that you can be attracted to somebody and have feelings for them and still be friends with them. You have to be mature. You have to be able to compartmentalize your feelings. And I have definitely been friends with men, you know, or single, uh, who had feelings for me, whether it's because we went on a date and realized we could just be friends and they still had some leftover feelings or Or we're just friends and I've made it very clear that I just want to be friends maybe they would like a little more but we're still able to have a friendship I don't ask them about their feelings romantic feelings for me because honestly their romantic feelings for me are none of my business if they have them or they don't that is on them and I think this is sometimes why we stop ourselves from being friends with somebody from the opposite sex because we're worried, oh, they're going to, what if they develop feelings? What if they do this? What if they do that? That's on them. If they have feelings for you, if they want something more, that's for them to figure out. That's for them to compartmentalize. My only responsibility is to be very clear with what I'm looking for, with what I'm wanting. And I will say Andrew was really great because we met and we were staying at the same hotel and we were just chatting and, and having a good time and hanging out. And he called and said, hey, I know you're looking to have new, wonderful, awesome, cool experiences when you're traveling. Would you like to go on this group trip? And he mentioned right away that it was men and women together, mostly married couples, and that I would be sharing a room with a woman who was coming on the trip that he thought I would get along with really well which and he was right I adored her things changed and it ended up being that I was sharing a room with him not of his own fault just things moved around and he even said I'll you know I'll sleep on the sofa because he was trying to be respectful of my space and of making sure that I didn't think that this was him trying to be romantic Anyway, he made me feel really safe and then the end I we were such good friends and there were so obviously not romantic feelings between us. I was like, dude, chill on the bed. Like, come on, we're adults, no big deal. So we had never even had to like have the talk. I mean, he always expressed the kind of girls that he dated. It was definitely not me, vice versa. We were just so comfortable in our friendship. We never had to have that talk, but I have had other men where I've had that talk. I think that talk is really important. I think communication is really important to say, Hey, I really like you. I really like hanging out with you. Do you want to go see that movie that we were both talking about wanting to see? Do you want to play basketball? Do you want to be my pickleball partner? Do you want to like get drinks? Do you want to hang out? Asking them to hang out and saying, hey, I really enjoy you. I want to hang out as friends. I would like to be friends with you. I don't feel a romantic connection I don't feel romantic feelings but I really like you as a friend so I'd love to be friends with you any version of that that feels right for you in your language is perfect you just put up put down your boundaries what you're looking for and then they get to decide what they want what they're looking for and that is the end of the discussion really unless they need to have some other discussion with you But whether or not that other person has romantic feelings for you, that's on them. And people can get past that. I think that this is this stupid thing that like a sex always has to come in the middle and it doesn't. We are adults and we can manage our feelings. I have been friends with men that I am physically attracted to. I have been friends with men that if they weren't in a relationship, I would date them but they are in a relationship, and I respect that relationship, and I hold back the emotions because I still enjoy their friendship, and and we forget that we are multifaceted creatures. We can experience many things at once, and we can compartmentalize appropriately. Dude, several of my friends' husbands are hot, right? I can notice them and be like, that's a good-looking man. I mean, some of them, we even talk about it, and we tease them about them being good-looking. I... I We're all human, right? I can look and be like, that's a good looking man. And then compartmentalize that, move that out of the way and keep going with the friendship. We can do that. I can have feelings for a male friend of mine and decide, you know what? It wouldn't work or he's not interested. Fine. I compartmentalize that. I move that over. And then we can, I can still enjoy him as a friend. It doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be date them or nothing. Not all people can do this, right? I want to point that out. Not all people can do this. First off, I wouldn't tell you to go into a friendship with somebody if you cannot have that conversation of, hey, we're just friends on my end. Like, I just want to be friends, I just want to put that out there and make sure that we're both cool, that we're hanging out as friends. If you can't have some version that makes it very clear to the other person what you want and need out of this, then you may not be ready for this, right? Then this may not be the right path for you. You have to be able to have these conversations. Just like they always say, if you can't talk about sex, you're not mature enough to have sex, Right? If you can't have these discussions that are important so that the other person knows where you're coming from and doesn't have to guess or wonder or worry, then you may not be ready for it. Also, can you make boundaries with yourself? Can you make sure that you don't say you don't want to be in a relationship with them, but then your energy shows something different. Because I have definitely done this in my younger years where I'm just friends with a guy, but then I want, because I haven't dealt with my own toxicity and my own issues and my own triggers, we're just friends and I don't want to date him, but I want him to like me right? That ego's need to be wanted. So I have told him that we're just friends and I don't want to be with him, but I overly touch him. I'm overly giggly. I make sure I wear really cute things when I'm around him. I uh, talk about things that I know interest him. I say sexy things and sexy things, Jesus, what's a sexy thing? What am I, 97 years old? But I make sexual references and things that I wouldn't normally do because I want him to be attracted to me even though I don't want to be with him. If you find yourself doing that, then either this is not the right friendship for you or, you or you are not ready to have those sorts of friendships. And if you feel like the other person is doing that with you, then you need to call them on and be like, hey, I'm sort of feeling like you're flirting with me, even though we've said we have these boundaries of what we are. What's going on here? So that you're both very clear and you can keep it very clean. And I'm a very flirty person. I flirt with men, women, children, uh, lampposts, trees. Like that's naturally my personality. But I am more careful with my guy friends who are in relationship. Right? Because I'm checking what those boundaries are. So I just wanted to bring this up as a thought and is this something if you are married and you or you're in a relationship and you want friends of the opposite sex or you have somebody at work some opposite sex person at work that you really like or on your basketball team or whatever and you want to be better friends with them is that something that you can talk about in your relationship and maybe just have this conversation in your relationship about opposite sex friends for both of you if that ends up coming up in the future because I guarantee it there's no way you're going to go the rest of your life and never meet somebody of the opposite sex who's really fucking cool that you would love to be friends with and spend time with you are choosing not to do that for whatever reason and in relationship can you make space can you and your partner have talks an open discussion and communications about insecurities and issues and what comes up for each other and make space for both of you to have opposite sex friends and to understand that just because you are friends with somebody doesn't mean that you don't love your partner or that your partner isn't meeting your needs. I'll tell you right now, your partner will never meet all of your needs. They're just not going to. There's needs your mother may meet for you or your aunt your children, your dog, your friends, right? Your coworkers. There's so many people in our lives. It takes a village, right? It takes a village to raise an adult. It takes friendships. And you can have a loving, wonderful, amazing relationship with your partner and get needs fulfilled non sexually from friends. I mean, I have some guy friends that their wives are so stoked when I come over to hang out with them because he and I love to talk about nerdy shit that she's not interested in. That's a need he has. That's a desire he has to be able to be seen and heard and understood and chat about these things that she's not interested in. That doesn't make her not a fulfilling partner. It doesn't make her not a good wife. It's something that she's not interested in. Why not allow him to have another person in his life who fills that need? Society has told us we should fill all the needs in our partnership. We should be their everything. They should be our everything. And that is fucking bullshit. I feel like we need an entirely other podcast on that. That is fucking bullshit. Um, It doesn't have to be that way because it's not going to be that way. And it's okay to expand your friendship circle as long as you're making boundaries and you both understand what's happening there. And it can be special and magical and beautiful. And let's not go around assuming that everybody who has an opposite sex friend or person they appreciate or like in their life means it's sexual, means it has to be romantic. Let's remember that everybody is a multi-fucking faceted diamond And that this person is meeting some need or desire or fun in their life. It doesn't have to be sexual. Let's stop being so narrowly black and white focused. I always like to say just because our parts fit together doesn't mean we want to put them together, right? We are more than our sexual urges and that is not what has to run us. And we are more than that desire and it is okay to not have that desire and have friendship that doesn't include that. It's okay if you have that desire and you push it to the side and still move forward in your friendship with it. Don't miss out on really special, magical, wonderful awareness opening people you could have in your life that could teach you so many wonderful things and share such good times with you just because they have opposite sex organs than you a woman told me recently that she hasn't joined the sisterhood group coaching even though she's wanted to because she has a hard time putting herself first And that broke my heart because I know that feeling. I know the feeling of putting everybody else's needs first or what everybody else wants. And it can feel like it's a luxury to put ourselves first, to take time away from everybody else and what they need from us to put ourselves first and put ourselves in a supportive community of other women doing the same thing. It feels like we just shouldn't allow this for ourselves. It would say something negative about us. And that is not true. That is the patriarchy. That is the society that says, work, work, work as a woman, do everything for everybody else and never stop and think about yourself. That is bullshit. And then she finally put herself first and she joined the sisterhood and she said I can't believe it took me this long to do it because it's so great to be in community with other women who just support me for existing just support me for doing the best I can every day and knowing that I have this group of women around the world supporting me means everything to me and oh my God, I cried, she cried, we all cried. It was so beautiful and special. And that is what I'm making here. That is what the group coaching is. And if you are like that, I challenge you, whether it is my group or some other group or some other community, to finally put yourself first because you absolutely deserve it. And it is the only the patriarchy that tells you you don't.